Are you stuck in a rut? Would you like to change your perspective? Well, you're in luck because today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to change or get a perspective. This is the Existential Stoic Podcast. I'm Randy. That's Danny. What's going on, Danny? What's up, Randy? Say, Danny, have you ever needed yeah. to change your perspective? Yes. I think, I think, you know, I think we all do sometimes. I think we all get stuck in our perspectives too. And like, you know, we think something is the case and we refuse to see it differently or refuse to look at the world differently and it ends up hurting us or kicking us in the, uh, you know, in the, in the, what do they call it? The the family jewels. Yeah. yeah, in the junk. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and that hurts. Yeah. You know? yeah. From experience, that hurts. It <laughs> hurts real bad. Yeah. 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 And know, it's and crazy because we think our perspective is correct. We all do, right? Because we're, you know, everybody is just a subject wandering around experience in the world, thinking that it's their world, you know. So we, all, it's natural to think that ours is right, and it's not always right. I mean, mm. you know, you know, it's funny. There's been so many studies that have shown that, like, when you go, play, like, we don't think other people have like internal experiences and lives like we do. Like, if you go in, I'm gonna use it, I think I said this before, but like, if you go in a classroom, like, you just see everybody else is like NPCs, you know. They're just like, they're just having to be there because that's your class. That's the class you go to, you know, and like, that's all the stuff that fills it. Those are the people that are just like the random people fill it. <laughs> Dude, I sometimes do that when I'm walking around. I look at other people and I'm, I'm like imagining from their perspective, like them seeing me and just being a, like just a character, like an extra in the show of their life. And I'm just like, geez, how about that? It is. It's the truth though, right? It's so funny. Yeah. It's weird. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that being said, we're just going to give a few tips for how to change perspective and or how to get perspective. Uh, my first one is put yourself in another's shoes. So this is something where I think actually you helped me with this one a while ago, just putting myself in another's shoes. And uh, it helps get perspective because so often my perspective is from my shoes and from me being right. But what about from the other person's shoes? What does it look like from their shoes? So that that helps me change perspective. No, that's a really good one. I think, uh, yeah, if I think I remember what you're talking about too, a really good way to do that is actually journaling. It's to mm-hmm. imagine it from their perspective, right? And write it down from their point of view, not your own point of view. And then it's way easier to see like, their reasons you know maybe for doing something and even if you don't know them specifically you can speculate you know but like because we i think it's so easy to think other people are wrong or other people don't have it right when you're just like yeah you just don't know all their reasons and you don't know their life experiences so yeah i think that's a great one you gotta put yourself in other people's shoes uh that goes nicely my first one which is try new experiences because i think one of the best ways at least personally you know like We're so quick to like not do things just because we think it's going to be a certain way or we think it's going to turn out a certain way. And if you just try new things and don't judge them until you've actually done it, that is a great way to teach yourself how to get perspective or how to change perspective. Because you realize that like things aren't always what you think they're going to be. Don't judge that book by the cover, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sometimes that's you can, a, but you know. <laughs> well, that's a great one for changing perspective and also particularly uh, noticing what your thoughts about it, the outcome or whatever are beforehand and after. Cause I notice that all oh, the yeah. time, like especially things that I think I'm going to do very poorly at or things that I think I'm going to hate and then turn out completely differently. 
afterwards, I always like double check my brain. I'm like, you see brain, you were totally wrong about that one too. So, you know, check yourself. <laughs> but you know, it's funny too. It's funny how much like, uh, just like one thing can color like the whole experience too. Like if you have like, you know, I don't know, some bad thing happened and then you go somewhere really fun, for instance, the whole day is going to be ruined because of that bad thing, but it's not the place that you're in. It's that experience, you know, it's that emotion that's mm-hmm. following you. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. Crazy aside. They did studies that I heard about a while ago where your actual perspective of an event is not in relation to the entire event. It's in event to the best moment and also the very end. So if you have a good best moment and also a good end, that's a lot better than if you don't have a best moment and or the end is really bad. That makes total sense, though, right? Because that's why like comedians always want to end on a high note, because even if the rest of the show is like, man... You're going to be cracking up laughing and you remember the end. Just like, you know, when uh, musicians do encores, they tend to do like their most popular songs, like, you know, a lot of times because it's like when you go see a musician that really only has one hit and you watch the hour and a half show and you're like, what, they don't play that song? And then, oh, they come back out and play Yay! the song. <laughs> that was a great show. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, so next one for how to change perspective. Uh, I have define your values. So this is something that I was reading about a while ago, because last week we were talking, I was very angry with somebody like self-righteous indignation, just very angry with this person. I'm right. They're wrong. And you were right. uh, Who knows? Probably (laughs) not. But it was I read something that like everything we think we can get from being angry at a person, we can actually get from defining our values. And once I started like journaling about what my values are in that situation, I saw that I was really angry at this person because they were acting in a way that was completely contrary to my values. And I was like, oh, okay, well, they don't have my values. Those are my values. So, (laughs) you know, how can I how can I act in that way? But I think changing perspective is helpful to define your perspective and define your values so you can know what's important to you and recognize that that's you. That's not anything else. That's you. That's a really good one, too, because I think so many people think they know what their values are and have no clue what really is important. And it's really easy to get caught up like in the moment or like it's stressed out or anxious. And you but you give too much weight to things that don't really matter or aren't really important to you. And then you end up being miserable. Right. Or like, you know, like you feel like you have to do something because like you feel these obligations of the external world placed on you when really you don't have to do them. And if you just knew your values, you'd be able to make that you'd be able to get perspective on it and actually make the right decision for yourself. So, yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. Um, my next one is be brave enough to leave your cave. And I think this is a tough one because like, you know, the allegory of the cave, I think, was probably one of Plato's, I think, most apt like metaphors or allegories or whatever. And, you know, we are, we're all in a cave, right? Where we have like, we, we see the world a certain way from our own standpoint and no other. And like, you have to be brave enough to leave it. Like, it's so easy to judge other people. It's so easy to think other people are crazy or what they're doing is weird because it's new or maybe it's something you never experienced or maybe it's a way you just never thought about looking at the world. And you have to be brave enough to leave your cave. Talk to, try talking to people instead of like, you know, for just to give an example, like, you know, instead of like ostracizing someone because they are different, try talking to them and finding out why they are that way. Find out what, you know, about the world, you know, and it. Why it, are you, you so different? 
<laughs> yeah, but if you understand their cave, right, you can get out of your own. If you're brave enough to leave your own, you can actually, I think, you know, things can be a lot better. No, that's a great one because really all we ever see is our own nervous system. Like we only see the way that we <laughs> interpret the world. And uh, I've been re- I've been rereading that book, The Way of Integrity by Martha Beck. And she was talking about kind of what you're talking about here, how like these people who have the Satori moments who like become enlightened, every everything changes all of a sudden. But it's not because the external world changed. It was nope. because they got out of their cave and they changed their perspective. And all of a sudden the world changes. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? It's like it doesn't have to be much either. It can be like small moments, but they can totally like give us enlightenment, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my last one is uh, this is particularly for dealing with other people because, you know, I struggle. Sometimes I struggle with dealing with other people, like really, really struggle. And we know. <laughs> and particularly when I do, I try and imagine them as a child or as like an elderly person, because, you know, you have like a little bit extra patience with a child or with an elf, you won't be like, what the heck's wrong with you? Why don't you? And it's like, it's like a little two-year-old trying to tie his shoe. It's like, come on, what do you expect? Yeah. Or it's an old person who like, you know. So I just try and imagine them as like a, a little kid or an old person. And it gives me kind of a little bit extra space to just allow them to be them and stop, you know, getting all up in their business. Yeah, you know, I like that one. That's a good one because it's like, Using the, the the example of like a child or another person too, it really makes it easy, I think, to be empathetic to you know what's going on and look at it differently rather than seeing somebody who's like whatever whatever age they are, you know, doing whatever stupid thing you think they're doing. When maybe because they're I not. literally think yeah. everybody <laughs> should be super responsible and very good at everything they're doing, and it I literally get thrown for a loop every time somebody like walks sideways on the sidewalk. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, come on, the truth is. No one knows what they're doing, and <laughs> no one's responsible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's a good pretty one. Though. I like that one. That helps mm-hmm. us just put it in perspective. I like that. Yeah. Totally. My last one is question, question, question. I think this is like one of the ones I think that we get so stuck in our ways, and it's so easy to just look at the world one way, and we don't even know. Like most of us, and like we've been, we've said a hundred times, like. You know, it wasn't until we were like in our mid to late 30s that we started living the lives that we really wanted to live. Like that we really got a clue into starting living those lives. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Like, so most of us are are living by based on values that are not our own, based on obligations that have nothing to do with us or that weren't we didn't choose. You know, so question, start questioning these core things, these core motivations and asking yourself, like, are these really mine? Do these really belong to me? Are they really ones that I chose? Question the world. You know, when you hear about things before you just agree with it, look at it, question it, ask, does this make any sense? You know, and then at least then you can be responsible and accountable for your own perspective and your own way of thinking. Hmm. Yeah, that is a great one. And also, that's a great sales technique, too, because yeah. when somebody asks you a question, does this car come in blue? Well, what color would you like it? You know, that type of thing. Question, Bam. question. Yeah. <laughs> On more than one level. So there you have it. Not only do you get perspective, but you're also a better salesperson. Uh, if, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to uh, check us out on YouTube. Also, wherever you get your podcast, like, share, subscribe. This is the Existential Stoic Podcast. I'm Randy. That's Danny. I'll see you later, Danny. Later, Randy. <laughs>